Welcome to Ikoyi Baptist Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast services. Listen and be blessed. In the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 16, Paul says, Necessity is placed upon me. Woe is me. I am an accursed person. If I do not preach the gospel, can somebody place a curse or himself or herself today com- confidently and say woe is me if I do not preach the gospel beloved living for Christ must be a priority a priority that we must never, never, never compromise as we continue in the journey because it is second to none. It is priority number one, priority number two, priority number three, and priority to infinity. So place a demand on yourself today that that assignment which the Lord has committed to your hands. Woe is you if you do not do it with all that is within you. So in placing this demand, you need to discover. Discover yourself. In discovering yourself, you must know the following. You must know your source. Where are you coming from? And who are you? So that you will not be like others along the way and miss out. Know your purpose. Why am I existing? Purpose-driven life. What am I here to do? Requiring? In discovering yourself, you need to work on your limitations which may hinder you from finishing the race with joy because they manifest along the way. Don't rationalize your limitations. In my leadership, I, I, I saw that if I don't if I don't take care of my impatience with people who are not walking straight, I may not be able to convince them to walk straight. Because patience is also very important, no matter how sincere you are. So I have discovered, I have learned to, be, to cool down. To cool down. In fact, if you don't cool down leading, leading the Baptist, they will frustrate your life completely. You have just to cool down. You have just to cool down. I cool down, but I still maintain my stand. I cannot compromise the truth, either at convention level or can level. When I know the truth, you cannot shift me away from it. You can't. Because there is nothing better than the truth. And 
in placing a demand on yourself, I said that you have to discover yourself. Number two, you need to discipline yourself. Placing a demand. Discipline yourself. The word discipline means to punish if possible. To guide, to continue to watch, walk in watchfulness. Instruct accurately yourself. To compel or bring yourself deliberately under subjection from doing certain things. Without discipline, there will be no decorum. Without discipline, a man will be like an adult without any tooth in the mouth. Self-discipline is self-restraint. It is not everything the flesh desires that you give to the flesh. Because you are a man, a woman of the spirit. And the flesh works against the spirit, the spirit works against the flesh. But the spirit is always right. The flesh is always wrong. So there should be self-restraint. It is being able to say no to certain things which may be enticing but dangerous for your work with the law. Discipline allows us to overcome sins and enables us to do things in the right way all the time. For example, if all in your office take bribe in various ways in, your, in the office, self-discipline allows you to say no because you know the purpose for which God has placed you in that office. You have to stand out. A person who is not self-disciplined cannot finish the race with joy. And in placing a demand on yourself, I have said you will not only discover yourself or be disciplined. Number three, you will demotivate yourself. You need to demotivate yourself. What do I mean by demotivating yourself? You need... I mean, you have to motivate yourself. Do not allow the motivation of yourself. Motivate yourself. Motivate. Motivate. That means give yourself self-esteem. Self-esteem is very important. Know that you are wonderfully and fearfully created. See yourself as the best creature. Not in the sense of pride, but in the sense of appreciation. That you are the best creature God has created, and he has created you in the best way. First of all, I used to think that a short person can, is not fit for leadership. So, so when I leave, look at myself, I, I, I always think I should be in a little corner. Because my, my stature could be embarrassing, it could, be, it, could, it could discourage people. But I have seen that God is not a man of the stature, he's a man of the heart. Man looks at physical, God looks at the inward man. So whatever, in, in whatever way you look, or however you look, 
or whatever people call you, what God calls you is the most important. So motivate yourself. Tell somebody, motivate yourself. Self-esteem is very important. There is internal motivation. There is external motivation. But internal motivation is greater than the external motivation. It doesn't matter what type of demotivation you get from people externally. Make sure you, are not demotiv you have not demotivated yourself internally. Demotivation leads to limitation. You need to understand this. Demotivation will end up in limitation. I cannot do it. I cannot do it. I have no man. That was demotivation. Jesus got to that man in John chapter 5 at the pool. I said, do you want to be made whole? What should be the answer? Yes or no? But for him, who had been there for at least 38 years, I think it's before Jesus, we said, do you want to be made whole? As he was hearing whole, we said yes. But he, he was totally demotivated because for many years now, he had been attempting to get out of his trouble. He could not. So what is the mentality now is, I am a permanent failure. I have no man. Even when the greatest help was standing before him, he couldn't see it. You know, you can suffer in the midst of silence. All that you need to make it in life. If you have demotivated yourself, you may never see it. I pray that will not be your portion. I think I will hear better amen from somebody. Number three, you must be determined. Somebody said, why is he saying number three? You have said more than three points. No. Number one was that you must die. Number two is that you must place a demand on yourself. And under that demand, you discover you discipline and refuse to be demotivated. Motivate yourself. Number three is that you must be determined. And we see that in verse 12 of Philippians chapter 3 that you have, we have read. Say, not that I have already attained or I'm already perfect, but I press on, I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended. But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. The determination of Paul was to lay hold of that which Jesus Christ apprehended him for. Determination. Determination. Determination is needed on your way to finishing and winning the race. Determination allows you to fall down and be ready to rise again. Of course, the Bible says, rejoice not over me, my enemy. When I rise, when I fall as I rise again, and when I walk in darkness, the Lord will be a light unto me. 
So if you are experiencing a failure now, you don't let that failure to define you. So not define you. You are not, you are what no, you are not a failure in life. That failure is circumstantial and is temporary. Because God has created you a success. Amen. In order to win the race, when you let your when you fail, fail forward. Never fail backward. Those who fail backward may not be able to rise. But when you fail forward, you get going. You, 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 you try to create a space for yourself again to rise and pick it up where you are falling. It allows you to know that the downfall of a person is not the end of his or her life. Most successful people in the world fail many times before succeeding. For example, Wale Soyinka was said to have finished with a top class from the University of Ibadan, if not an ordinary pass. Before now going to England to study the same course and ended up with a first class. Became a professor and Nobel laureate without doing more than first degree. Up to today, he didn't go to any school to do postgraduate studies. But people are using his works to earn PhD. And he has, he has produced so many PhD holders because he didn't allow the failure at the University of Baden to defy him. So be determined. Number four, detach. Detach yourself from the past. Detach yourself from the past. In verse 13, Paul says, I forget those things that are past. <laughs> I forget the things that are past. I press on towards the goal. Detach yourself from your failure. Detach yourself from your past. Yesterday is in the womb. Tomorrow, I mean, yesterday that you have seen, you are put in the tomb. You have buried it. Tomorrow is in the womb. It is when you are pregnant with nothing that you will deliver nothing. When you are pregnant, you either deliver a, a girl or a boy, or you deliver twins, or even triplets. So you cannot tell somebody who is pregnant that is barren. Your life is finished when you have lost your dreams. Detach yourself from the past. The past will not allow you to see the successes more than what you have achieved before. Put past successes behind you Put past failures behind you. The, the more you achieve, the more you can achieve. Every achievement should bring a springboard to greater achievements. Only the lessee has 
the eyes full with just one achievement. Only the lazy. Number five, desire. Desire to always move forward. Desire to break new frontiers. Well, the, the motto the Lord, I mean, the theme the Lord gave me, the overarching theme for my, for my 10 year service, was not determined by me. He gave it to me. Moving forward, breaking new frontiers. Humanly speaking, I said, which frontiers can I break, break again? And people also said, if this man is going to succeed, a great leader and achiever like Reverend Dr. Solomon Isola, what again can he do for the convention? But since he called me and put me in a vehicle and drove me to the Baptist building, I knew he wanted to do something, and he will unfold everything to me. By the grace of God, he has enabled us to put certain things on ground, not to boast. If you have registered, you will see what small thing I put together of what I can remember that the Lord did. By the grace of God, we started the television station, a cable television station for the convention, with which we broadcast to the ends of the world. Even countries we cannot normally enter, like the Islamic countries, we are broadcasting the gospel there. When do we do the phoning, they follow from Iraq, from everywhere, and we pray for them. By the grace of God, we were able to get the Baptist building, which has been on lease. We were able to get it purchased on a freehold by the grace of God today. By the grace of God, all our landed properties that were on lease in Ogomashaw, the Baptist Hospital, the Baptist Theological Seminary, the Lepers Colony, the Casey Children Home, all on lease, I was able to put pressure on the son of Ogomashaw using different people. In fact, one of the princes here wanted to help us. The son called him and said, you want to help people against me? I must not see you. He had to retreat. But we continue. Today, the son signed a deed of gift for the convention on permanent hold, freehold, for all the lands we have in Ogomaso, the seminary, the teaching hospital, the uh, lepers colony, and the KB children home, by the grace of God. The land where Bowen started his work in Ijaye, government has taken it away from us. The, the school we put there, government took away from us. I went to Ajimabi. I said, if we compromise anything because of public interest, we cannot compromise the story of our beginning. Please, we must recover that place back. If you want us to build another secondary school for U.S. where, we will do that. That place of historical importance, government cannot take it away. He laughed. He said, you have good point, finally point, but the Muslims will tear down my government if I give it over to you. What I will do is that you give, give us a perimeter 
of the area the school will occupy. The rest of your land, go and take it. So I went, called a surveyor, called the chief of uh, Ijaye, the, the children of Kurumi who gave the land to us. We reached an agreement with them, and I called a surveyor who surveyed the entire land, 22 acres, back to the Nigerian Baptist Convention. There now we are building an empowerment center where there will be skill acquisition for people so that they can put food on their own table. So you don't, you don't say that, what can I do? What can I do? There is nothing to, to achieve. Again, have a desire. Have a desire. Don't limit yourself, I mean yourself, by what others have done. You are a distinct individual, and God has sent you with a mission to fulfill. And God will not leave you until you, he has seen you do that thing which he placed mandate upon you for. It is well with you. This is just uh, an appetizer for what we are going to have in the evening. Time is against us, and I pray that the Lord God himself we help you and I to be able to finish our race with joy in Jesus' name. God bless you. We hope you were blessed. Ikoi Baptist Church is a Bible-believing church located at 5-7 Latif Jakande Road in Ikoi of Lagos State, Nigeria. You can find us on Facebook at Ikoi Baptist Church or reach the church directly via phone at 01 Six three two zero four eight five and zero one six three two zero four eight six. For more information, please visit the church website at www.ekoibaptistchurch.org.